0: All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of What's What BR. Today, we have Mr. Larry Williams with us today. Larry, how's it going, man?
1: And good morning. How you doing, Brandon? Everything's going good, Maya, and with yourself? I'm keeping up,
0: man. It's uh, crazy times we're in, and we're running, you know, fast as we can in the business world, all of us. I was told uh, it's lonely at the top, you know, before, you know, oh, kind of yeah. when you run your own <laughs> business. So... Yeah. I appreciate you taking a little time to talk with us today and kind of tell everybody kind of what's going on. You own, uh, Oxy Oxy fresh, I'm sorry, you know, which is traditionally like on your shirt, carpet cleaning, but obviously that we're going to get into a little bit more than just the carpet cleaning side of things. But tell me what made you, uh, jump into this? how did you find this?
1: Ah, yeah, actually, man. I, um, I, of course I didn't grow up thinking that, Hey, guess what? We'll be cl- cleaning carpets or anything of that nature. Um, I was looking for um, a supplemental business or income to go along with. Um, At the time I was working as a general manager um, for a local company in the Baton Rouge area. And um, again, just looking for um, other ways to provide for my family and help the community at the same time. And um, I kind of stumbled onto Oxifresh. Um, It's a, a national franchise. Um I took I took a tour um which is out of um Denver, Colorado. Uh, so I went there and visit, man, and um I saw the facilities. I met um some awesome and great people. And um right then and there I knew it. I was like, man, this is for me. It's um the focus wasn't just about carpet cleaning, it was about building relationships and um and it was more about people, and um that that's pretty much that's the, str- that's the strength of mine. So I wanted to be part of something um, that, that kind of put that first, put people first. So, um, yeah, that's how I got in, involved with carpet cleaning.
0: And you say carpet cleaning, it's, this isn't regular carpet cleaning. We talked a little bit before we kind of jumped on, you know, the show here and just uh-huh. we've had some lunch, you know, before. But, you know, kind of walk me through some of that because there's traditional carpet cleaning and then there's what you guys are doing. Two completely different worlds.
1: Two different worlds. We use what they call um, an encapsulation process. Um, How that differs from traditional um, steam cleaning process. Um, We don't have um, big machines or big hoses. Um, The noise level is um, a lot less. And we use about 92 to 93% less water. So what that means to the customer is dry times on your carpet. So when, once we're coming in and we're cleaning your carpets, your carpets are actually dry within one hour. So um, no, no keeping the windows open, no turning the fans on, nothing of that, nothing of that nature. Uh, and actually you can immediately um, walk on the carpet after we're cleaning it. Um, so A little we t- more
0: I- adult version of the floor is lava, you know, and kind of hopping, yeah. you know, from yeah. one <laughs> room for you know, two days. Waiting for the garbage to dry.
1: Yes, yes. So how we do that process, really the product does most, most of the work. We have a high RPM um, a machine that moves at a high rate um, that picks up and goes down to the carpet pads and get all that dirt, grime, and bad, yucky stuff out of your carpets that really um, visually you can't see. But once we're done with the cleaning part of our process, we show you all of the things that came out of your carpets are you a, uh, are you so far a love seat? And most of the time people are surprised. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something um, if, if you um, experience um, traditional carpet cleaner before most of the time, once we come in um, and, and, you know, folks hadn't heard about us and kind of new to the process, they're kind of amazed, but once they see it once, most folks are actually, you know, we have a lot of repeat customers, a lot of referral business, um, yeah something that's different
0: that's <clears throat> I think we all learned down, down South Louisiana with you know the flood you know of years back that we're all just a bunch of dirty people you know yeah, when we really <laughs> really down. you know if you start if you anybody pulled their carpet back, you know back then and started looking and was having to haul all that out you know. uh, yeah, but one of the things is we're talking a lot about carpet, you know at the same time you know there's you guys got a whole product line from a tile from a grout you know to where you touched upholstery and that type of stuff there, but on that type of thing, you guys are cleaning across the board,
1: right? Yeah, and um, we also added um, disinfectant um, services, which is pretty much a high priority for a lot of um, uh, commercial businesses and also residential as well, uh, where we go in and use a hospital-grade disinfectant and sanitizing process. Uh, We use a fogging machine that actually catch every inch of your business or every inch of your home and it kills um 99.99 percent of um, odor causing bacteria viruses um including covid 19 um in which mm-hmm. you know we come pretty much and fog your whole home um at no point uh, none of this stuff is actually harmful to pets kids um or um or humans. So, it's a process that's um that's actually the last I would say several weeks to several months actually. Um that's been been um very, very, very busy. So yeah, we do disinfect and sanitizing. Um, we do tile and grout, upholstery, and carpet. So um pretty much we kind of t- um touch every part of cleaning within the home. Um so that yeah, that keeps us really busy.
0: So Back with that fogging real quick, is that something to where, you know, if I wanted you to come in and, you know, fog our office or fog the do we have to, you know, sheets and blanket, you know, cover a whole bunch of stuff and kind of move it away or?
1: Mm -mm, That's a good question. So uh, when we come in there and fog it, it's really, um, we could use the word fogging, but it's more like a light mist. Um, We come in there, um, hit every inch of your home or business, um, and we also get the touch points within your home. So doorknobs, um, light fixtures, um, handles um, on cabinets, we spray those down. Um, but we, we take it a step further. Any um, residue that may be left, we actually wipe it down so it's all clean. Um, and any residue that that's actually left if or any at all is not harmful at all. So um, you don't have to you know put sheets or cover everything up. None, nothing of that nature. It's just pretty much um, once we're done and wipe everything down um, to the eye visually, you won't know anything. But um, you know that product is actually touching all of those things and disinfecting and sanitizing pretty much your whole home. So, pretty much, call you and just get out of the way. Call me, get out of <laughs> the way. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a real actually fairly quick process. Um, average home, we can be done in about maybe four to five minutes or less, because that's a process depending on the size of the home or business. We're coming with maybe two, sometimes maybe three, um, um, three guys. Um, but yeah, call us, get out of the way and, um, let us get to work for you. Awesome.
0: Well, that's a perfect segue. I was going to ask, you know, kind of talking, you know, saying getting to work. How is it? How are you seeing things, you know, in the community you know or obviously disinfectants a big you know topic right now but I know you've got you know you do this and a couple other you've got some other you know projects and companies you know in general how do you feel the pulse of you know kind of the Baton Rouge business meet? you think it's kind of we you feel it kind of moving back you know or is it you know Man. not as many lunches you know as there was before
1: <laughs> and I, I can say um and you know, in talking to you and talking with other business owner owners within the Baton Rouge market, man, I can say um, business standpoint, I've noticed some businesses have just kind of skyrocketed um, um, and some businesses have been kind of flat. Um, of course, we're not doing as many lunches and um, meeting and um, building relationships, uh, but a lot of um, Zoom meetings, um, virtual um virtual tours, offices for um, us to give them quotes. Um, I would say prior to COVID-19, we did maybe one virtual tour to give someone a quote on office building. Now I've probably done maybe about 15, maybe 20 virtual tours. Um, so it's kind of one of them things um, for some businesses, just like with anything else, if you want to survive and you want to thrive, you have to be able to adapt and- um, That's kind of roll with the punches, man. And, and and just like with anything that's tragic, sometimes new ideas, um, we tap into potential that we probably um, didn't know we had or that we um, have to probably develop. And um, so that's just like anything else. I try to look at those times and think about, look at the opportunities that are out there and try to go from there. So
0: I had a friend of mine, He was talking about, you know, people were talking about, you know, adapting and doing different things. He lives over in South Carolina, but he had sent me the email that it was like a when everything was shut down, like they couldn't open the retail stores. His He got an email from a, like a grill store, like grill and barbecue, you know, and if you think about it, you know, it's like, well, man, how are they going to use technology and, you know, really hard for them they'd sent an email out saying that, you know, that they were adapting and they were FaceTime shoppers. You know, they had FaceTime personal shoppers. And he said, he goes, I didn't even need anything, but he goes, it was just intriguing. So I called him up and was like, Hey, I want to, how does this FaceTime thing work? And all of their staff, that worked was just hanging out, you know, in the store, they'd give you, you know, their staff's personal cell phone number, you know, and you'd FaceTime with them. And the staff, you know, would just walk around holding the camera, you know, and showing them the different things they had in the store. They go, oh, I'll take one of those. You don't okay. need that. And people would drive up and, you know, they'd bring it out to him. He's like, I ended up spending $300 since I was trying to see, you know, what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I didn't even plan to buy anything, you know. So, But I think that's – you hear companies talk about, you know, their Zoom and, you know, the telepresence, you know, all these different – it's like we've all had FaceTime for years. You know, if you can adapt and, you know, that way, like you're talking about, you know, hey, we can't come to your office. We'll do a virtual. You don't have Zoom. We'll get on FaceTime. You know, it's use the technologies that's there and just don't say I'm stuck. There's nothing I can do. It's there's
1: always something. It's always something. It's always something. You're right about that, Brandon.
0: Tell me, what do you see? You know, obviously things are kind of ramping up, you know, with you guys, I would think. You know, talking before, if I try to like align, you know, and think, you know, think ahead, it would seem, you know, you've got Thanksgiving coming around the corner that, you know, everybody wants their, you know, everybody wants everything clean for Thanksgiving or the week before, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, don't be that, don't be that person that waits. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, don't be that person (laughs) that waits.
1: Actually doing that, um, that's typically a very, very busy time for us, um, and for all I would say carpet cleaning or um cleaning in general. Uh with our system and our process, man, we actually have customers now that are actually on the books already for the Thanksgiving holidays. Um just like most most folks. Well, well how we typically handle that is they'll give us a call, wanna get on the schedule the week before or a couple of days before um Thanksgiving. And Hey, we put them on a schedule. We give them a reminder typically 72 hours, maybe 48 hours prior to the um, appointment and um, we show up and you know get get to work and get it all cleaned up for having um, you know family and friends over to and um, enjoy being together. So we take the we try to take the stress and the thinking out of it. you know I would say, um, what is oxyfresh or anyone else if you're looking for cleaning you know, get on the books now and forget about it. And for us, again, we make that process seamless. Um, our system that we have, um, try to make that simple for you. So we send you a text, an email and we'll give you a courtesy call up to three days, um, three days prior to your appointment. Um, and make it very easy. If, um, if you have to change it, we're very flexible and, you know, we had to come a day earlier and we'll fit you into the schedule, but, I would say sometimes it can get so hectic and it's not a lot of um, maneuverability that you have. So yeah, yeah, the holidays, I mean, I know we're in July, but we should be thinking about Thanksgiving now, really. (laughs) Think ahead. That's,
0: that's the key to all of it. It Take some of that stress out. Tell me with, you know, business in general, how are you finding, you know, you mentioned, you know, it's not as many lunches and I'm curious on what people are doing, you know, guys like you guys, like me. you know, I think we're natural, like just, people like we just like talking to people and just mm-hmm. getting out there and you know networking and that's i don't want to say gone but it's not as you know the conferences aren't there the big lunch and learns you know mm-hmm. aren't there you know a lot of that's you know kind of gone away and you're you know kind of getting brought back down into you know it's I talked to somebody the other day they're like man i just live on linkedin all day you know <laughs> <Just> yeah <trying> and <laughs> messages to people trying to connect or are you feeling, you know, missing out on some of that, you know, just old fashioned networking and business?
1: Man, I agree. Um, naturally, like you said, um, you know, both of us, we're in, I guess, two different types of businesses, but really to the core it's relationship and people, um, business. Mm -hmm. So again, just, uh, being resourceful, um, LinkedIn, um, I'm making a lot more connections on LinkedIn, um, Mm-hmm. Finding new uh, prospects, connecting with um, old partners, old friends. And sometimes, you know, just communicating just good old fashioned telephone um, mm-hmm. or, or some of the technologies like Zoom or uh, FaceTiming and things of that nature. But it is um, it is a little it's it is it is different, and a little more challenging because, um, you know, I'm sure you were brought up the same way I was as far as, you know, you meet someone, you um, do what you're going to say and say what you're going to do. Shake them in the a shake the hand and look them in the eye. Those types of things, but mm-hmm. that's changing, and you have to adapt. Um, so uh, now, if, even if you are going to uh, meet in person, you know you got to decide. Okay, hey, you know that pause? Are we going to shake hands? Or are we going to fu- uh, fist bump?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, the new it's not it's, you know it went from okay. shake to fist bump to the you know the
1: air bow is what I would call it. So. <laughs> So that's always like an awkward time, right there. When traditionally, you know, you used to shaking at someone's hand, introducing yourself. Now it's the it's the elbow. I
0: saw a business, and I thought it was really an ingenious idea. I think I think I saw it on LinkedIn. They were a larger company, but they had when you walked into their office for all of their staff and everybody there, they had like red, you know, little you know the little Live Strong bracelets everybody used yes, to have, yes, yes. you know, little rope. They had like red ones, green ones, you know, and uh, yellow ones. And they had little signs for what each one meant. Like red was like, I'm not comfortable, you know, touching, you know. And the other one, the yellow was like, I'm okay, just with like a fist bump, you know. Uh And the green was like, I'm not worried about anything at all. And so you'd come into the office and you'd pick. And so you didn't have to say you know, necessarily yes. kind of what you were. Everybody could look and be like, oh, that guy's, you know, good. I can give him a high five, you know, uh-huh. what have you. It was just a neat way. And I'm like, how do we do that across the city? So, you know, you know, what line not to cross, you know, yes, for uh,
1: <laughs> some folks are, and, you know, you, you're not sure too, as far as, um, you know, some folks may look perfectly um, healthy, but they may have underlying health issues that you just don't know about. So, it's it's one of them things you don't want to you know cross the line or violate their um, their space. Um, so yeah, that that sounds like a cool idea, man.
0: Well, I can tell you, you were talking about you know calling people on the phone. Something else that popped in my head was we were talking with a group, and this guy was you know talking about his you know team and how they were trying to get in touch with people, and you know they couldn't reach this customer, and they were like, well, you know I've you know I've emailed them, I've you know sent them a LinkedIn message, you know, and they just went through all this stuff and you know, it was like, have you called them? Like, have you used like a real yeah. phone, you know, like and just made a phone call? Yeah. And they're like, well, no, I didn't want to you know, bother them. It's like, I don't know how we shifted, you know, kind of from a society, but that's the way, you know, I grew up, you know, and that's the yeah. way I'd put deals together. You called people on the phone and it was, it was more of a like, Hey, can we come meet? You know, can I come talk to you? It was all about just kind of setting an appointment, you know, to go yeah. really get down to it. Now it's, We're on Zoom, all this stuff, but too many people, I think, are forgetting about, like, just get on the phone. You know, talk to somebody.
1: Yeah. Hey, Brandon, how you doing? Um, What's going on on your end? Um, And, you know, going from there. But nothing's wrong with a good old-fashioned phone call.
0: Um, And I think people need to – and somebody gave me some advice, you know, years ago, and I think it stands even more true now, is when you reach out sometimes, you know, just be real with people and just, you know – talk to your network and, you know, tell them like, Hey, I need some help. I'm trying to drum up some business. You know, sometimes people don't know, you know, and if you can give somebody or genuinely just ask for some help or, Hey, I'm trying to fill a schedule or, you know, I've got some open spots in our schedule, you know, and a month from now, or I need to get some deals on the books, just telling people that will sometimes make people wait and go, they'll pause and they go, wait a minute, you know, I know who you need to talk to. Yes, you know, it's just asking for help, and, and it it, it may not be that exactly. person. It
1: may be a friend of that person. It, you know, maybe one, two, three degrees from separation, uh, but just just putting it out there in the atmosphere, just asking for help. Um, yeah, and I think sometimes, um, you know, asking, kind of going to asking for help. I think um, every business owner, um, entrepreneur, leader, anyone, really, it's asking for help is really not a sign of um, weakness. It's really a sign of strength. And um, at some point, all of us need help in business and personal um, in whatever, whatever walk of life or whatever we're going through, or uh, just, just asking for help. And really, honestly, asking for help, things can be going perfectly fine, but you can still need help to get to that next level. So it's just, I think sometimes when folks thinking like, you know, you're asking for help, it's like you're in, you're in desperation mode or or whatnot, but really asking for help can be, you're at the top of your game, but you need help actually to be the best part of your game. So I'm always asking for help. I'm always looking for ways to improve. And, um, I I learned that a long time, young in my career that always ask for help, um, and always also be willing to accept help. Sometimes you may not ask and they may just come to you on your doorsteps. And when that time comes, you have to be open-minded and just, you know, and uh, you know, sometimes we don't even know that we need help too. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's
0: what a lot of people are kind of running right now. You know, people are adapting and pivoting and all these, you know, buzz jargon words, you know, that we're doing right now. When I think sometimes you just got to pause and, you know, whether it be reach out to your existing customer base, you know, and just say, you know, hey, we need some help. You know, people genuinely, you know, I think I remember the founder of eBay when he was putting things, when he was putting the whole concept together, people were saying, you know, wait a minute, you're going to have somebody buy something and then they're just going to ship it and then they're going to pay them. Like, what if they don't pay? You know, what's going to happen? And I think the quote was something along the lines of, you know, I genuinely believe if you give people the opportunity to do the right thing, you know, they will. And so, and he kind of built the model around that. And I think segue some of that, you know, I think if you give people a chance to help or tell them that you need help, that they're going to want to try to help you, you know, that's your existing customers. That's people in your, you know, your LinkedIn connections, your, you know, people want to help and they want to see people succeed. They just a lot of times don't know how, you know, it's, if you're looking for, to fill some time slots, you know. And I see, you know, man, Lair's crushing it, you know. I see the vans running all over the place, you know. He's he don't need anything from me. He's he's running when you might need some time slots filled, and just to be able to reach out and go, Well, that's hey, that's how I can help, or hey, I can help with some marketing, you know, for him. You know, but if you don't reach out and
1: raise that hand, nobody knows what to do. Yeah. I and mean, you was I'm thinking about when you said eBay, it's like, man, I'm I'm always on Amazon and eBay buying stuff. And um goes to like the technology on when eBay started, just kind of bring it to a conversation recently I had with my, I have a 11-year-old and 5-year-old, um, and I was thinking about it. It's like, okay, when I first started college, I, I don't. that's when I first got my email address. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, he's been having email addresses, I don't know, at first grade. Um, mm-hmm. that, just, that went up maybe second grade or so, and I'm thinking, here I am starting college, and I was like, an email address? What's that? <laughs> that's it's weird how times have
0: changed that's i was looking at my ebay account the other day i ordered something and it was like member since the year 2000 i'm like i've been buying stuff from these people for 20 years i'm like yeah. good night you know and i saw a uh, cartoon that was uh like a little sketch and it was like a parent you know and they were holding they were giving a puppy to their kids and they were saying you know well what do you want to name him and they were trying to think and it showed a couple of frames of thinking and then the parent goes well make sure you make the right decision this will be part of your password for the rest of your life you oh know? really <laughs> <laughs> so but no i think that's you know that's what you're talking about there with kids is you know they've grown up in it you know mm-hmm. i think it's next year or maybe it's like two or three years that they're in the next two or three years, they're every single person entering the workforce never knew life without an iPhone. Like their entire life, you know, it's like, if you do the math, I looked it up a while back every two or three years or in two or three years, it's every single person. Like they just, they don't know what those old Nokia phones, you know, that were like bricks and they don't know the flip phones and the bag phones and you know, all that stuff. They just, they're used to that technology. It's attached at the hand and we have to adapt, you know, as business owners. And like, you know, I talked to somebody, we are talking, you know, in the world, we move a lot of documents and, you know, you, you and I are about the same age, it's like, we used to, I used to have to call you or tell you, you know, like, Hey, can you email me that Excel file? Or yes. can you send me, you know, that word doc? And we'd, send it to you and you'd update and we used to always have, you know, it's like, okay, who's got the latest version? And you know, every every file ended with the word final, you know, at the end of it. Uh So you knew which was the right one, but now it's all, it's Google docs, it's Google sheets, you know, it's, you know, office, you know, documents. If you brought in and hired somebody to come into your office these days, or if you had your team and was like, Hey, you can only see your schedules on paper, you know, and if you needed something to change, you're going to have to call or come back to the office. People would, they're not one that you have to adapt as business owners. So that's what the kids are expecting, you know, when they jump in here. So, and with that jumping, you know, tie that back to what we were talking about on your kind of stuff, you were talking about, you know, getting a year out, you know, on scheduling because y'all got the system, you know, the recurring, you know, kind of tree, you guys can set that up for everybody, right? Yes, yes, we can. So, so, look, I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing for me, you know, with what you talked about was the drying on the carpets. Yes. You know, that it's not the floor is lava for 24, 48 hours. We're having to bounce all over the place, trying to put it together. With that, now's the time, you know, people can reach out to you guys. You know, how are they going to find you? You know, at the yeah. end of the day,
1: what's the best number for you? <laughs> Fairly simple. actually. <laughs> actually, if, if you – if you also don't even want to talk to me and listen to my voice, which, okay, uh, you can find us www.oxifresh.com. That's O X I fresh.com. You can actually book an appointment, uh, without speaking with anyone Use any promo codes that you may see out there as well. Or you can call 225-963-5200. And you get to speak with a live person. Um, if it's something you want to go for again um oxyfresh.com that's oxy o x i fresh.com or 225-963-5200 and of course we on social media facebook um if you um or you can actually google us uh pretty much if you you can find us yeah
0: online we've adapted right yeah we're we've
1: adapted. <laughs>
0: So, well, look, Larry, I appreciate you spending time with us today, you know, kind of telling us what you guys do and how it works and just kind of where you are in business and, you know, kind of those kind of things. I think everybody appreciates, you know, hearing from somebody else that's in the, you know, in the weeds with them. So, right, Guess
1: what, Brandon, thank you very much for the time. I think this is a great thing you have going. Um, keep it up. And of course, best of luck and all good things to your will. Okay. I appreciate it, sir. You have a great day. All right. Have a great day, man. Bye-bye.